Folks, welcome inside the Parisi Palace, high above 3733 East Broadway. This is a special live edition of the Jake Feinberg Show. Company on Power Talk, please go to our website, powertalk.live. Download our free app and stream all of our live local programming, including Solomon on Blast, the Jim Parisi Show, and yours truly, the Jake Feinberg Show. We can't thank you enough for making us part of your day today and... Uh, was just telling off air I had a really cosmic conversation with my guest a couple of weeks ago once you get into the flow with somebody and it doesn't feel like a pull uh and it just starts to flow then all of a sudden you know you've entered a sort of transcendent uh, experience and uh the ironic thing and the cool thing is that this cat is a musician who communicates mainly through his apparatus on the bandstand great to have him back paul boudreau welcome back to the jake feinberg show Hey Jake, how you doing, man? Hey man, good to hear you, brother. What's been going? What, what what's been going on these days? How, how, you, what, what's uh, what 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 kind of gigs you've been playing? Well, we do uh BB King's uh, uh New Orleans. Uh, we do we do that uh, uh every Thursday, Saturday, and uh, Sunday from noon to three o'clock. Uh, that's you know. Then we do uh the Funky Pirate on Bourbon Street. Uh, Sundays and Mondays. The Funky Pirate. I mean, Evening. do you? Do, oh yeah. Do you? Yeah, do man. you? Do you? Okay. So uh, this is my. Have has your philosophy? I, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know uh, as far as like leadership, like as far as being a band leader is concerned. But uh, you know, I just mm-hmm. wanted I wanted to get your philosophy. Like, uh, you know, uh, Miles uh, Davis, Lee Morgan, they their philosophy was. A lot of times at a certain period, once they became um, pretty well known as being progressive musicians, they they just to me, it was the philosophy was in a live setting. We dig what we're going to play and the audience. We hope the audience digs what we play. But even if they don't, we're still going to play what we play, you know, and, right. and yeah. we're going to be yeah. true because yeah. we really dig what we're doing. And like the like, do you feel that over time there's been a New Orleans is a place unto itself anyway, obviously. But do you feel like there's been a capitul a capitulation to uh, you know meeting the audience's expectations in music as opposed to playing the music that the artists that that makes it art as opposed to a craft? Do you, do you know what I'm trying to get at? Has that changed? Yeah, yeah. Can you talk about yeah. that in your own experience? What? What what uh what I try to do as as a band leader, you know, uh I guess I guess even from from day one when I first picked the bass up, I always uh, uh, uh remember uh, uh Ray Charles when he when uh, everybody was against him, you know, uh for uh, for doing uh uh R and B song that sound like gospel songs. You know what I mean? Mhm. Absolutely. And he, didn't, and he and he didn't care. He said, "This is what I want to do." You know? <laughs> right, 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 right. And so, so he did it. You know, and then again, like like some ten years later, he did it again. He, he did a country album against all his uh, record companies. You know, they 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 were they was like, "Man, Ray, man, your fans not gonna like you doing no country music." You know, and Ray did it again. He said, "Well, I'm doing it because I want to do it. I think it's it's good. It's good music." And he did that. So I always that that stayed back in my mind about 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 playing music, you know, and doing other people's songs, you know. So 
All we're trying to make those songs our songs, the band of men. I said let's 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 capture what the song is about, number one, you know, so we can be true to the meaning of this groove and this song. At the same time, man, let's add some of our stuff in it, you know. So when people hear it they they, they will say, Hey, I like the way you did Ray Charles song. You know, you know, you know, so so when you start doing that, I know it's like like uh, uh when when people come hear us, they sit there, you know, and they was and they and they be digging on the band, they like every song we do. And if I ask them to say, "Oh, y'all got any requests?" They will say, "Hey, man, do what you keep doing what you're doing," you know. I dig. So yeah, so that's that's like telling us, "Hey, well, we're doing." They they digging it, you know. And we we do a lot of a lot of different stuff, man, because uh, uh, you know, uh, we don't bore them. We're just playing all blues all night, you know. I mean, we we hit them from all all angles, man, you know. And uh, it's more rewarding when when you play when you satisfy with what you're doing, you know, other than trying to trying to please the audience all the time you see <laughs> no i mean you this find is... yourself sound, sound like, like like a cover band you, you know yeah exactly no i mean and, and you know i mean it's it, i i go back to this i want you to paul boudreaux to go back into your into, into your uh career when i talked to um buster williams uh and he was with um uh, Herbie's band, uh, Herbie Hancock's band, it was M1 Dishi. And uh, it was... Okay, okay, yeah. And they had this band, it was... Um, uh, and and they played a gig, uh, it was uh, for a month at a place called the London House in Chicago. And yeah. that was, it was a place of business, uh, transactional business. People would come and talk over business deals and, and have dinner. And here it is basically... Um, this band of cats that had learned how to play within the spaces of music. They would open the show. They would open the show with maybe 20 minutes, each of them playing percussion or shakuhachi flutes. Um, yeah. And it got to a point after a couple of weeks or three weeks, Julian Priester told me that um, the waitresses would be coming up to the tables and saying to to the to the patrons. Shh, please, please be quiet. Just please quiet down because the the, mu the music was so it was so it was everybody was oh, in. You know man. what I'm saying? It made you think. Yeah. It made, and that's really what yeah. music is about. Even it's not. Wow. It's not about like the intellectualization of jazz. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the ability to get people to truly be inward and think. In, 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 right. Okay. Right. Right. Can right, you talk right, about right. an experience in your career? Where that is something not the same, but where it was similar. Where I mean, literally, you had waitresses who were like in this meditative, contemplative state because of the fact that this stuff was seamless, and because it was so burning hot and deep. And yeah. I just want you to talk yeah. about because this is what music is about to me. That's really what it's about. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, that's that's approaching like like when you uh, 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 when you write a song or. Uh, even, even if you're doing somebody else's song, first find out what that song is about, you know, so you can truly express it. Because mm. it, it, music is an expression. You can play it. You can play a song. You can play a song, man, sound, just like the record. And 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 and, and nobody would, you know, they would, they would, oh yeah, they just did this song, very nice. But like like I say, when you capture the essence of that song, what the song is about. 
and really get into it musically and spiritually. See, it's you know like well, a lot, uh, uh, most of it is spiritual too now. You know, because you can play music at a recital, you know, and 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 play parts all you know all the right notes. That's fine, but when you put your spirit in, and your soul in it, you know, it, it it elevates the music, and this is what captures people's attention. You see, you know, like 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 uh, 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 like spiritual music, gospel music, man. You go to some of these gospel churches, man, and and you, man, you have to stand up on your head because it's it's all spiritual. Now, well, know? that's what I mean. You are the most. You are the spirit. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean. That's the point is that when people at at you look up and say, "We'll take requests," they say, "Just keep doing what you're doing." Is you're touching their soul? Yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. They in it. They in it. And and uh, you know, we 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 probably the a few of the only bands left on Bourbon Street that can get away with playing original material and playing songs the way we play them and not like the record. See, because people sit down. At the club I play at, there's chairs and tables, you know. So they sitting down. Like we in a, uh, uh, I call it, we in a concert mood every night. All <laughs> those playing, we play, we play in Bourbon Street, but we in a concert mood, mood every night because, when, when I come along, oh man, we in it, we in it, and and I expect them to like listen to what we're doing. Now, and they know we're in the cell phone era, right? So everybody, somebody texting, and they text, text. Well, when they hear us, man, we got less people texting. They might be filming, but they're not texting. They paying attention to what we're doing. Exactly. You know? That you can Even, the technology it, yeah. can be used in a positive fashion, but you have their attention. Is the point? Yeah, yeah, that's the point, man. That's the point. That's, so. I think it's spiritual, man. You know, and, and we say with uh, Buster and those guys that at this dinner club, where people usually want to want to. Sometimes it'd it be the opposite. They tell the band, "Hey, be quiet. We're talking business." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, no, that was the funny. No, this was the funny. The, the, after the first, <laughs> after the first night, the owner of the club came up, and again, Oscar Peterson, Ray Brown, Ed Thigpen. That's classic. <laughs> that's just that's okay. That is mellow but burning jazz in its own way yeah but again you had benny maupin julian eddie henderson you had it was an acoustic band that sounded electric the output was insane and so the the club owner was like hey man you know to herbie he's like listen um first they tried to get him to change to an auditorium a theater because but then it was like listen um maybe uh we'll start this because they started at 6 p.m when the when people were sitting down for dinner and the and the, yeah. the owner said, you know, maybe we'll push it back to eight, so the cats can can digest their food, you know, like before it gets too hot in here, you know. <laughs> but I mean, the idea that wow. liter- literally yeah. That, yeah. that I mean, what I find amazing is that. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I want to ask you a question. You said you're, we're one of the last bands to be able to play. One of the few, or, yeah. Now, why? Yeah. Explain. Yeah, yeah. Explain why that is. Is it is it is it that you have been you have been singing for your supper for decades down there and you have a reputation. Why has it gotten to the point where all of a sudden originality is not in vogue? I know the answers economically, you know, you want to put people in, I, yeah, but explain yeah. to me, explain why that is that you're one of the only cat groups left that can really express themselves in an original fashion on bourbon street. Because, uh, when people come here, they, first of all, they, they say, this is what we come here for. Right. We come here for bands like you. So we can hear a top 40 band at home in any city 
in the town. You know, see, they they can hear a bunch of guys that going through the emotions and playing these songs just like the record, sounding like the artist to a T. You know, your favorite song, we got all of them, you know. That's, they say we can find that at home. Say, but we come here for this, you know. Oh. And, and and what we do, man, we know we 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 are, are entertainers. See, we we we, uh, we we are on the platform, we're on the stage, so we entertainers. You know, when we come a song off, we in it to entertain you. And and how we get get away with it is 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 uh, 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 the performers the performers get the the people riled up, and the club owners they like that because because they become our followers. When they, they they come back every year, every year to hear us, they keep coming back every year, and they bring two three more people, and the club owners know that know this about about our band. So now all things changed after the storm, uh, after Katrina. Now before Katrina, they had maybe ten bands like us able to like stretch out, out outside of the uh the uh, the uh, records you know you know a uh, uh, cover area top 40 and, stuff and yeah exactly i dig yeah, uh, yeah right yeah, right yeah, right yeah, yeah. stretch it stretch yeah. it out and do what you want yeah. and mix it up and that's how it was before the storm right. after the storm it changes because what happened was uh a couple of people on all the clubs on bourbon street see maybe maybe three or four people on all the club members so what they do is they got all the clubs that they own under the same same musical direction. Oh, got it. Top forty, formulaic. Top 40. Oh my god. Yeah. This corporate. They took, the cor- they, took, mm. they took tables out and they got these these stools, tall stools, and they got little stand-up bars, so you can't sit. So if you can't sit, you can't really be entertained too much because you're not, you know, you, 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 it's like I'm on a go mood, you know. You know. And and people complain about it, you know, because they don't know. You know I mean, they, they they come here and they go like, wow, this is disappointing for for New Orleans. And my band, what we do, we we do the total opposite, man. We 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 putting this 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 stuff right in your face. This this music, you know, full blast. You know, you know, you know we putting it in your face. You know, our amps are open and we you know, we good and, good and loud. You know. <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, I mean, I did. Well, not, first of all, I mean, what is not, the name? I want to know. Go, I want to. What is the like? What is the name of the group and who's in the band? And um, are you blending uh, jazz, blues, and R and B all together? Yes, yes, yes. I yes, dig. Yes, I dig. Yes. I dig. I dig. Yes, so yes. Break, we'll that, do, break we'll down do, the band. Yeah. Uh, well, me, Paul Boudreaux, biggest player. You know, my yep. background is. R and B, you know, I, I, I did the Paolo and Regal Theater, you know, Howard Theater, you know, I was out there with Isaac Hayes, Luke Ingram, all those, you know. Did you I were out, you were out things, there with so. Joe Simon on the road in in uh, in yeah, Alabama, man? I mean, did the, some of the yeah. heavy you dropped some of the heaviest knowledge, whatever you were you were you were doing the Apollo. It was the soul R and B, but the Boogle. I mean, I think there's jazz, You have a jazz bag too, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're back in. the Back in those days, man, you had to know jazz. You had to know jazz because uh, locally, when I, when I play locally, the first 30 minutes, the band always played. No singers. Right. The band always played. Right. And we had to do, we had to know all the blue blue note records, man. We had to know all those all those <laughs> jazz songs, man. We had to, you know. Wait, and wait, wait, hold on. Like, 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 can you, like, yeah. like, uh, 
You know, like Song for My Father, like Horace Silver song stuff? Song for My Father. Oh. Yeah, Mean Greens, a uh, uh, Chicken Shack. Oh. Man, oh. all that, man. Oh. Ipanema. Oh, I love wonderful, it, man. wonderful song. Right. Well, I know, man. Wonderful song to play, man. You know, and it just set the mood for everything, you know. Mm. You know, then after that, man, it's all, you know, all soul and R&B stuff. But uh, you have to, as a musician, be able to be able to, to play those songs at least the first 35, 40 minutes. That's it, man. That's it. And it was fun to play because you had to learn them, you know. And then you get a chance to, like, hear Kenny Burrell, you know. You know, and and, and uh, 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 Miles Davis, man, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, then also awesome, there's, like, man. it was just, it was such a beautiful co-joining like i mean this morning i'm digging through um i'm digging through like you know the, these record bins and and uh, i find uh you know this guy joe williams right great singer you know Who that? joe will joe, joe williams joe williams oh man my right? god yeah but then yeah, you look yeah, at you yeah. look at it and it's like it's like barry harris and herb lavelle like i mean these are like you know beboppers and studio cats yeah but it was all can you know what? I don't want to overlap from when we did for what any. I don't want to cover any old ground with what we did from our first interview. But I just want you to talk to younger peeps about, you know, ultimately with your band that you have this freedom, that you have this reputation, that people keep coming back. Okay, what is your advice to people? And this goes back to the Ray Charles thing. How do you stay? Yeah, how yeah. do you? How would you? What? What would be your advice to younger peeps? Who are dying to express themselves authentically, even if it's playing cover tunes, but in doing it their own way, and yet they're getting right. rejected, doors slammed in their face, you know. And like, how do you overcome that? You've overcome a lot stronger stuff than that in your life. So I'm just trying to get at perseverance. What is your? Yeah. Give me. Give, yeah. Talk to the peeps out there about perseverance as it relates to playing. Or authentic music because I'm telling you, man. Post Katrina, they they just put that yeah. cor- they put that corporate model on Bourbon Street. Everything's got to look the same, yeah, yeah. sound the same. They that did, yeah. th- that's yeah. how you get another Hitler. Okay, people don't get that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. they don't get that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you need to talk about yeah. perseverance, my man. Well, you know, uh, 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 first of all, be true to to the music. You know, be true to the song you're learning or you or you want to play. And find out, always find out where it comes from, man. You know, and, and, and you know, always was like like the studio thing, like what those guys, what it took to make this record sound like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. We hear it as a whole, but what made this combination of instruments at this particular time to sound like this, this, and get this hit? Can you, you know? can, can so you, you could you, could of, you give an example? A, a, could you give a specific example in your career of that? Of what you're talking about? Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Like, we're going to take uh, Motown, what yeah. what Barry Gordy did, you yeah. know, because everybody could relate to that. What he did was, you know, that was a void. You know, you say, you say I'm not reaching a certain market of people. You know what I mean? So he set out to reach the market he wanted to reach. He, he wanted to meet, uh, 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 he wanted to reach the white at that area sure. and be true to the to the black music right you know, he wanted both both sides that wouldn't be called this is race music okay one time you know i call like this is just r&b is black music see pop music is white music 
So what he did was he bridged the gap. You know, he bridged the gap. He went out and found musicians who would be true to the parts, not overplay, not underplay, you see, be true to the part where it would be pleasing to everybody. Uh, you're na- what I do uh, you, with my are band, on, you are nailing this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So what I do with, with my band is we, we, we try to not necessarily pick the song because we can play anything. I can make up a song on a gig. We just done that. <laughs> I do that at least, I at least love two, it, three times a, a month. <laughs> you know, we were just, I just called something, man, let's, let's do funk and E, you know, and we'll do it. We'll do it. We play something in E, man, that's never been played before with this band and it come out across, you know, and we have to have a, a tape, a tape on the night, it, you know, we use it again, but, but we do that, you know, because, uh, 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 uh being true to the groove and understanding what it takes to get a song over to the people. And a lot of guys don't know that. They they learn parts and don't know where the parts come from or, or, or you know, who 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 started that that groove and you know, I think just just being true to the music, man, understanding what you're playing and and try to reach the people. Reach all people, you know. Don't don't get stuck in the in the corner. I never I never got stuck in the corner like playing like all soul music. All jazz music, all uh, gospel music. I, I I played it all. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's. But you have the facility to play it all because you learned from the original masters. I mean, I think it's ironic. That's what I'm talking about. Well, no, but That's I think it. it's really yeah. ironic. Yeah. I mean, part of the reason I do my show is that you, whether you like it or not, you guys are the next. You're the lineage, man. I mean, you are yeah. truly the lineage in this, and and. New Orleans, I, I don't. I'll make the argument. I mean, again, I haven't gone around the country to see every, you know, uh, urban, uh, you know, cultural center. But I, I, and I've never even been in New Orleans. But it, it, it strikes yeah. me just knowing the peeps down there, whether it's George Porter, Papa, you, uh, the list goes yeah. on and on. It, it's the last regional hotbed of music. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, man. It, yeah. and it's yeah. like. It's, it's, you know, and, and so that, I mean, are you comfortable, how do you mentor in, um, in, in today's work? Like when you see cats who are like, you know, talking about uh, a groove and they're only going back to the nineties or the eighties or the seventies, uh, do you implore them to go back earlier? Do you play them stuff that influenced you from back in the, like the blue, I just got on the phone with Ronnie Beck and just a ridiculous drummer out of uh, San Jose yeah. Okay. All the, I mean, just I mean, <laughs> all he kept talking about yeah. was just you know. I mean, his mom was a jazz piano player, so he grew up with jazz. But he's mm-hmm. a he's a funk cat. But I mean, the yeah. The uh, anyway, I'm just I want about practical lessons for younger cats who are desperate for this stuff. How do you how do you carry the torch from the original masters like Ike Hayes and Simon and and yeah. and all the other cats you play with, how do you carry that torch in a meaningful way that gets well, across these cats? What I do, man, uh, 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 I remember some years ago, uh, this drummer was sitting there for another drummer. You know, it wasn't my band. I was I was subbing, I was subbing with this band. Sure, sure, sure. But this, but this, but but the drummer came in and he played. He played with a fusion band. You know, a good drummer. He plays fusion. You know. Very busy, we playing, very busy, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And we, and we were playing like like soul songs and uh, and, and blues songs, right? And the poor guy couldn't play a six eight straight and make it feel good. Right, so, he couldn't slow it down. So, so yeah. So on the first break, 
I, I took him outside. I said, man, I said, I said, you ever heard of Rita Franklin? You know, he said, he, he said, yeah, 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 yeah. I say, you know, the drama, but not pretty, all those guys, man. And I say, I say, I say, get, I say, go home, listen to some Rita Franklin. Listen to some Otis Redding. Listen to some James Brown. I mean, really listen at the drum parts. You know, not, you know, not the whole song, just listen at what the drum is doing and how the drummer is making this, these songs happen. And man, this guy, this guy looked at me like I was crazy because you know, he got, he got kind of like insulted. Like, I'm a, I'm a man, I, I'm, uh, you know, I'm known to be a fusion drummer. You know, I'm just here helping y'all out, you know, you know, you know, white kid, you know? Right. And, and man, man, the kid, man, he came back the next set. The next set, he was struggling. He's sweating, having a hard time. Everybody getting mad at him because he's not playing the parts right, you know. Didn't know nothing about R&B. So that guy, man, saw me like about maybe, maybe, maybe six years later. Paul Boudreaux. Man. <laughs> no. I know he what's say, coming. Man, he yeah. say, yeah. he say, man, he say, man, he say, I am a drummer now. Huh. You know, he was like, I said, I said, hey, how you doing? He said, "Man, I, I I took your advice after about a year of wondering what you, what, what he meant, what he meant, and I I had another situation where I had to play a gig, and I couldn't play the song. I said, that's it. I'm gonna do what Paul Boudreaux say, you know. Man, he started them songs, man, and now he, now he's playing with R&B bands and he's doing good. And he said, man, you had opened my mind up to something. He said, you so you you got to hear all kind of music, you know. Do you, you think know? do you so, think that younger cats? I don't want to be stereotypical, but Coming up in in not as street scholars, not on the bandstand, but more learning styles in academia, they tend to get clo- more closed off as it relates to wanting to learn more. Until maybe they get a pep talk from an older generation cat. All I'm saying is that you know I. It seems to me it's like well I like, and then obviously the labels have come in now too, where it's like well I don't really like jazz. They'll say, I don't, I don't yeah, really, yeah, like, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but what does that yeah. mean? But what is jazz? It's all music. I mean, you, what, what are you talking about? I mean, nobody knows what that term even means anymore. And so I just, it, to me, it's like, it's so inv- invigorating to talk to you cats that literally are fuse. People talk about fusion. I mean, that word's just way overused, but it's just, it's literally, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, about yeah, mixing. Yeah, yeah. It's about using your facility and feel to mix Soul, R and B, and jazz. I mean, that 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 that, yeah. that, and that is so hard to do at the highest level. Yeah. And you do that, but that cat was. In, yeah. It took him a while to get the wax out of his ears, but he got it eventually. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm going to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, he got, he got, it, he got it, man. Uh, you know, uh, you got to listen at, at at everything, man. You, you got to listen at everything because you playing everything, you know. Whether you know or not, even playing fusion, you playing those licks somewhere in there, somewhere. They might go by real quick, but you playing them. Well, let me ask you something so, though. Let me ask you though, if you're one of the last bands to play original music, other bands that are coming in are saying, "Well, if we're going to get paid for this gig, we just have to play what the people want to hear," and they don't necessarily have a chance to stretch out, even if they want to. It, Bro, they got tons of bands on 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 Verbal Street that will play all night long, just like Earth, Wind, and Fire. They sound like everybody, and they <laughs> will not even, even they even imitate the solo, man. They imitate the solo, and they don't stretch out on the solo. 
and and and, it's, it, it's, it's, you know, I mean, people are dancing, but but that's I don't know, man. You know, no, know. It, that, that, I mean, that, yeah. What are you do, what are you but, doing? I mean, what, 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 you're not real at that point. I mean, there's this cathartic thing that I've you know I had a chance to to uh, hang with Pat Martino a couple weeks ago at the Musical Instrument Museum and, you know, this amazing guitar player. And he, you know, he, he just broke it down. What, what you're talking about there, note for note, if that's, what you're, if that's what you get off on, then you're just a craftsman. You know, you're not, yeah, you're not right, there, right, there's, right, a, right, there's a right. very fine line between craftsmanship and musicianship. And right. I'm, I know that there are cats that can take it out there. It's just, you know... I don't know. I, 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 all I am, I, you know, it's, it's a, it's a great story. I mean, do you, do you, uh, what is, what, what do you, what other things give you sources of it? Are there other parts post Katrina of new Orleans that are sort of cropping up as far as fertile organic? Are there, are there chop shops? I mean, you used to have the jazz workshop in San Francisco. Yeah. That, that was a club, yeah. but you just throw, say workshop you know, and that basically meant that you, you know, Train and Elvin could go off for, they could play drums and horn for an hour before the band would actually come on. Is there, yeah. are there these organic <clears throat> places that around that maybe off of Bourbon Street, off the grid, so to speak, that, that, that you know of? Yeah, man. Uh, Frenchman Street area called it Frenchman Street. Frenchman. Freshman Street, yeah, we we play on Freshman Street uh, too. We, we play a uh, place called BMC, and also Bambula. We play that, and also Checkpoint Charles, you know. And these this is this this is off the off Bourbon Street, you know. Then this is this is like these guys don't care about playing cover song, man. This this is a whole area, whole I area man, where where is is really if you ever come to New Orleans. Just go, just, just well. You can check out Bourbon Street to see what it, what it is, because you got to know what what it is to yeah. appreciate Frenchman Street. I'll you know? come see your but band. Frenchman I'll Street come see is, your band at Bourbon Street. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah man. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, Frenchman Street is like, man, it, it's, it's 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 so musical, and it's all kind of music. You know, it's, it's young kids doing old Dixieland jazz, young kids doing bebop. Wow. You know, reggae. They are uh, 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 funk. You know, uh, uh, blues. It just, it just, it just musical. You know, and that, and this is is the new, the new scene now. You know, Freshman Street. You know, this is the new. Right outside Bourbon Street, man. Matter of fact, it's only, it's only like, uh, uh, I mean, like maybe like a block out the French Quarters, one block out the French Quarters, and and it's a whole different, different thing, man. It, it's like a strip. You hear the Snug Harbor? Yep, the jazz club. Sure. Well, that, well, well, it was well. Snug Harbor is on Freshman Street, and there's uh, man, just tons of clubs, man, where there's just good music, you know, and and uh, and guys wanting to be different. They they don't want to sound like top forty bands. You see, you know. Well, and it's just about increasing. Then, yeah. You know. it's, do you, do you feel? I mean, can you talk a little, to me? This is one of the most ser- serious issues facing New Orleans. Um, the do you feel like there's a, an effort to gentrify uh, Bourbon Street, you know, where you kind of stifle the culture and push it off and make it very formulaic? Um, as a, And that's why places like the Frenchman Street has cropped up. Because what I'm saying yeah, is when you yeah. start – listen, Small's Paradise, where all the organ tree – all the quartets used to play and – 
it's an yeah. I, it's an IHOP now in Harlem. I mean, the the birthplace of, of American <laughs> wow, music. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, it's just you know you have a lot of of cats with a lot of money that are working corporate gigs, and so they've gentrified huge parts of our cultural history. You know, and once you start yeah, doing yeah, that, yeah, and then all of a sudden people don't know where their roots are from. And I just wonder, it's not so much, I already know that they're trying to gentrify it. What do, yeah. what do the yeah. older, older guard musicians and the people that support and love the music and the musicians do to push back against that, that corporate mentality of the, the same formula, the same stuff, play it safe, please the people and make the dough? I mean, how do you push back against that? How do you guys, aside from just playing playing the music, because, I mean, it's one of the last enclaves for musicians. Well, yeah, yeah. The musicians, they they you know, they 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 you know, they they're getting paid well. Mm-hmm. They're getting paid well to play those those cover songs, right? You know, but, but a lot of guys, uh, a lot of guys, uh, they, they 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 just rather not. Not do it at all, you know. Some guys go like, "Man, I don't care what they're paying." Exactly, I'm they not, burn out of it. I'm they not, burn I'm out. Not, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that, you know. And oh, also, some guys. So, so it's gonna be always, always gigs like that where where guys are gonna get paid to play that stuff, you know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but the thing about it, the people coming in town now, man, and and they really are kind of fed up with, with with Bourbon Street, you know. They, they kind of like upset that it's not what they expect to hear down here, you know. They expect to hear more jazz, blues, and funk. They they just, and soul, they just want to hear that because they expect, this is it. This is New Orleans I heard about, man. All the great songs came out of New Orleans. And they come down here, and it's not there no more, you see. But uh, the the French Missouri area, it offers that, you know. It, it has that, you know. You, 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 uh, you get a good variety of, 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 of the old funk and the Dixieland jazz and the bebop, you know, reggae, the gospel, the soul, the funk, you get a good a good sense of that. Matter of fact, the guys that own the clubs and the French Street tell you we don't want uh, uh, French water uh, music, you know. They say, oh, they say <laughs> they, they tell you. What do they say? They, they said we don't want you to play our French Quarter stuff down here. <laughs> they don't want you. To, they don't want the yeah. Bourbon Street stuff. They don't want that. Bourbon Street. They don't want that. No, no. They, they they tell you like don't 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 do Purple Rain in here. Don't don't. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. you know. I mean, I know that like you know you know. Oh, I know. I totally you know. know. You know, it's it's so funny because uh, so many peeps don't even you know. I, I you know what people that come and really have a deep bag of or love of original music, they're the ones getting sick of Bourbon Street. But the tourists come yeah, down there yeah, and they're like, yeah. wow, this is great. There's music everywhere. But they're not picking up on the fact exactly. that it's, it's not new. Right. You yeah. know, there's nothing yeah. new being added. Yeah. You know, I didn't, can you talk right. about um, uh, the genius of Isaac Hayes? You, you mentioned you played with him. Uh, could you, yeah. Could you talk? Yeah. How, and what, how did you link up with him originally? Well, uh, Luther Ingram... Uh, soul singer. Oh yeah, I know he that guy. New, I know that guy. Yeah, he was, he, oh yeah, man. Yeah, he was man. in New Orleans doing doing the show, and he and he picked up a guitar player, you know that that I knew, you know, to uh, to uh, do his gig, you know. And he said, "Look, uh, I'm putting the band together, you know." He said, "Do you know a bass player?" You know, of course, 
the guitar player recommended me, and they hooked us up where we can drive up with our equipment, and they gave us an apartment to uh, to work with Luther Ingram, you know, to uh, rehearse with him, and to, and and to be his backup band. Luther Ingram was part of the the Hot Butter Soul Review, which oh, was yeah. uh, Isaac Isaac Hayes, uh, Barkays, Luther Ingram, and the Staple Singers, oh, you know, and Rufus yeah. Thomas, you know. That was the uh, the Hot Butter Soul Review, you know. So we so we was part of our of our Isaac Hayes review. So we was at Stacks every day. We'd go in and sign in in the morning, and we'd rehearse all day with Luca and just hang out in Stacks all day, you know, and you know, and, you know, and hang out, you know, we see, you know, Steve Cropper, Donald Duck, all of them. Yeah, hanging so in there, you know. Booker T, yeah, all these cats. Yeah, oh yeah, man, all yeah, you know, I mean, that was the, that was the home, you know, that that was like an office. Every day they would come in there if they wouldn't do nothing but just sit in the office and just talk, they would come to Stacks, you know. Well, there was, and there was, and there was, days, it, there was a record shop in the front, right? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, it's old theater. It's old theater. Exactly. The, turned into a, yeah, right. It was, uh, it was a studio. Yeah, the acoustics were good. I remember another cat broke that down for me there because, uh, anyway, so so you so that hot that hot buttered soul that review review that review yeah. you were hooked. Luther was part of that review, and you were with him. So right, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So when they, you know, when they pull out, man, uh, it, 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 the, the, the buffalo just pull out. We, you know, we, we just, we, you know, there's staple singers, uh, Barkays, Isaac Hayes band, it, which one was the Barkays, and Luther's band, and, you know, and that was the, uh, that review, man, you know. And that was like around 71, like 71, man, 70, 71, you know, during that time. I <sighs> love know? this. And uh, 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 it was so good, man. And Isaac Hayes, man, he was he would come in and hear us just jamming, right? So, so what he'd do, man, he'll he'll get behind the organ, you know, and he'll he'll start playing stuff, man. His, his, his brain, his brain is twisting and turning. You know, you thinking, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> how much? How much? Let me ask it you. It was so good, man. <laughs> how much? How much of uh? How much of of that was? Pure spontaneity. I mean, if you know this, it was just pure spontaneity off the top of his head. I mean, you know, maybe he'd come in with a sketch, but I—that was the, the other part of it, just like letting it breathe because it wasn't overly rehearsed and it wasn't that scripted. I mean, did, did he just kind of was it just a lot of improv? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you notice Isaac, Isaac's songs, even though the, the the songs he covered, they're real long and airy. You know, they they long, long, long introduction. They're long, real long songs, long, right? Yeah. You know, you know. So, so he was the kind of guy, man, that that just 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 give me a groove, give me a groove, and I will milk this groove and, and turn it turn it into something. That's like that's like James that's like the James Brown philosophy, really. That was very similar yeah, to yeah. JB. Yeah, 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 yeah. James coming, man, with, with just, just he, he hears something, man. Just keep that going before you know it. They got the they, they record a whole album. <laughs> I love this stuff because that's what Lou Spont- Donaldson. Spontaneous stuff, yeah. man. Spontaneous, really, man. You know. Hits, hits, man. You know. Well, let me ask you. Let me. This is try to put yourself back in that. You know, you were still some pr- relatively young musician at that time, uh, professionally. Yeah. I mean, when somebody has the bravado and the chops to basically just say, "Give me a groove, and I'll figure it out," when there's that much spontaneity, how how exhilarating is it to just be in the moment? Can you just talk about being in the moment playing? Because that to me is the most important thing in life in general. It's not about the past or the future. It's, you know, it's right being right there. 
and yeah, yeah. too much of it is now like you go to a set, you know, let's say a jazz set, and they play five tunes, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, so they're going to play one more, and then they're going to take a set break, and then they'll come back. So, I mean, it's all very laid out for you. There's not a lot of room, and maybe they'll take it out to space for a minute, but they don't want to lose the yeah. audience, so they'll bring it back down. And that wasn't what Alice yeah. Coltrane was doing or Sun Ra. And even though Isaac Hayes was more, you know, soul and funk, dude, the dude would stretch for yeah. 20 minutes on something. But can you just talk about right, that man. feeling, right. how that yeah. helps you as a yeah. musician, how that helps you as a musician to be with a band leader who's that spontaneous? Well, it it, it, it makes you creative, you know, because you got to also to give you uh, 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 the ability to like like lock in. See, lock in the groove. See, that's that's something that a lot of guys can't can't even do, man. They they can't lock into something and be satisfied with playing that part over and over again. Right. See, that's how they see it. Like, but it's not over and over again. It's like it's growing, man. What you're playing is, is like it's 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 it's, it's, it's growing, and, <laughs> and you need this. You need you need your part. You need your simple part to support this other simple part. That's supporting this other simple part, right? Then, as a whole, it's like powerful. You see, these these little small parts that you're playing over and over again and being dedicated to become a masterpiece. And this is what Isaac Hayes was was was, was uh, good at. He, he uh, even James Brown. James Brown just knew, man. Just give me a groove and lay in that pocket. Don't change it. Don't go left or right. <laughs> Stay solid to the groove, and we'll have something. You see, and I'll take it to the and, next, and I'll you, take it to that next level. Got, yeah, you got to stay, you got to yeah. stay locked in. That's right. You can't go off. You got to be locked in, but you got to have musicians around you who can do it because they got guys, man. They they, they they can't lock in, and and they they will see that as boring. And you know, those are guys that that can't record well or or can't uh, be a good backup musician for anybody because they can't lock in a group. See, so you got to be dedicated to it to a groove and uh and playing with these kind of guys like this man like it, it just gives you a sense of that that you that you're in the right place you're in the right place you're doing the right thing because they got you in this situation you know if not you wouldn't be there you know if not we we wouldn't have made it through the first rehearsal with uh uh with, with our, our sax you know because they're very particular about what stuff sound like you know at that time so so uh, my bass playing at that time and the guitar player, we locked in the groove and they they say good. They, these guys are good to go. They good, you know. Was but, uh, was was Willie Hall the drummer on those sessions? Yeah, Willie Hall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, now, I need I, I, I that cat. I got to get to that cat. I mean, he he's a mercurial character, man. I mean, I you know that to me, it was like the it was it was. It, it, everybody had a part to play, and when you put it all together in the puzzle, it sounded incredib incredibly rhythmically complex. But like you said, it really wasn't. It just was repetitive, and it kept building and building and growing and yeah. growing. Yeah. And yeah. that that groove, um, I look at it as saying, whether it's attention spans, the fact that we are now more visual than we all are auditory as a society. Right, The man. inability visual, to, yeah, to yeah. keep that groove is very telling. It's almost like, well, we just don't have the attention span. 
It's not. It's it, 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 you can say bored. I don't know if it's bored or de- it's an ADD thing. I don't. I don't know. It's the same thing with drummers. They 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 just say, "Oh, this is too boring. I gotta st- I gotta stay busy. Otherwise, I'm getting bored." Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. right you know, right. I mean, but, but those kind of drummers, they, yeah, they, like they they would destroy a band if they're too busy. See, <laughs> you got to be all pocket, pocket. It, Everything is pocket. Everything, <laughs> everything is pocket, man. Everything, you know. If oh, it ain't pocket, oh, yeah. it can't. You, you're stepping on somebody else's toe, you know. Like you know, you're, you're stepping on somebody else's area. You gotta, you know, like like uh, like the sound of Philadelphia, man. Those guys, man. You know, they they're some unsung heroes. The stuff those guys played, man. You know, Jesus Christ, man. You well, know? I mean, it's hell, Mel, hell, uh, Harold Melvin the Blue Notes, oh, uh, the Intruders. Oh, yeah, I mean, just goes yeah, on and on. Man. You know, that Billy stuff, Paul. Yeah. That stuff. Yeah, Billy Paul. That stuff is crazy, man. Well, and even Joe Simon, man. Well, I just talked to Joe Simon uh, a couple of days ago, man. We talking about the same thing we talking about right now, man. Joe yeah. Simon, dude. Oh man, that cat. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna give you Joe Simon number. I'll give you a number, man. You, you can call him. Oh, I'd love to man. talk to yeah. Simon, dude. I mean, see, the I, I need to. Uh, the, the other thing I wanted to ask you about. We've been cooking here for 45 minutes again. Part two with Paul Boudreaux. It feels like we're just getting started. But uh, this is the thing. I had, a, I had a drummer in studio. He's 53 years old. Um, I did a Facebook Live with him. It was exhilarating. Um, and this dude, uh, he, did, he, played ex- he played with such great feel, and he changed up the patterns, and he didn't waste none of the notes he played were wasted notes and I wanted you to talk about in terms of your your playing of the bass when it dawned on if there was a cathartic moment I mean not that you were ever like a super huge into your chops kind of like dig my chops kind of guy but the idea of how important it is your philosophy on how important it is to have meaning behind every note that you play and not just playing stuff for the sake of playing it man that's the whole that's the whole thing man uh uh, uh I, i've been told about a lot of drummers when they come in and sit in they say man they say playing with you say you make it so easy uh-huh. you know <laughs> you know like the guy might not even know the song you know like we playing but i'll i'll try to tell him how the beat go and I play a, a bass pattern that's that he can follow, and he just I said just follow the bass, man. You know, just follow the bass. And and they say, man, that was that was awesome. That was easy, you know. You know? <laughs> yeah, because you're you're not you all know? over the place. You know? I'm not. But, yeah, but you're yeah, also I'm making not a count. Trying to impress, yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to impress him in that I can slap the bass and I can play funk out. I'm not trying. I'm trying to make this song feel good, mm. so the people don't even know that you a sub drummer. You see. They wouldn't even know you sell drummer. You said then never never played this song before, but they don't know that because I, I, I'm you lock in with me. It be just sound like like we've been together for years, you know. That's right. But uh, the simple notes, man. Simple notes. The simple. The man. Look, look. Uh, I try to play less notes as possible on the bass, you know. So it'll sound like a bass, you know. You know, it'll sound like a like something underneath you you know underneath you know that because it's called bass for a reason right it's right, right. it's so not gotta, it's not supposed to be a lead instrument like, yeah 
Right. I got I got sound like a bottom. I got sound like a bottom. Now what I do since we got three pieces, Lord, Lord had three pieces and, and uh Billy Gregory is a guitar player. Now Billy is a rocker, but Billy also learned BB King and Albert King. And uh uh he, he learned he learned those guys. So he know how to play blues, real blues. And he can play slide guitar. And he can play a rock, and he can play jazz. So, so Billy is the perfect guitar for this band. Billy Gregory played with a band called uh, Beautiful Day in the '70s. You yeah, know, I know that. Day. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Yeah, David yeah, Le- David yeah. Flame was in that band or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Billy Gregory uh, toured with them and, and played with them and recorded with them for a while. You know, wow. the, the film and all that. And we got a, 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 a Willie Lockett, our singer. He played trumpet. You know, uh, he he's a blues man. You know, he you know he's blues and blues and soul. You know, and uh, but we're a small band. But what we do to make to make our our song our, our set sound exciting, we let Billy solo two three times around. You see, and the first solo would be a solo. The next part. Next time around, so that we, I, I changed the bass up a little bit, and it, you know, just a little bit to put a little more fire behind it, right? It elevates. The third time around, we wide open, right? Oh, then we it. bring your back it's down. It's jazz, right we here. Bring your back yeah. down. Yeah, no, I dig. And man, yeah, yeah, you know, for three pieces, you know, you know and, and the people just, they love it, you know. But that comes from. From from playing with Joe Simon and you know playing it. Hold, hold on, wait, wait, wait. The, 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 you're talking about this is your band is a, a drummerless trio. No 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 no. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say because the three men. I'm like, where's the? I'm like, dude, you you you're yeah. the rhythm no, wait, master. Three, if you don't three piece rhythm. Three piece rhythm. Wouldn't okay. that be something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three piece rhythm. Well, well, wouldn't that be something? Bro? Oh man. But uh, but, but uh, yeah, yeah, we we are uh, a three piece rhythm section. You know, and um. And the trumpet, you know, and we all sing, you know. We, uh, we're like our lead singer, so it's a four-member band, four members, but a three-piece rhythm section, you know. And uh, and that's what we do, man. You know, we 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 bring it somewhere and bring it back down, you know, and take you out, you know. And that's our format, and that's work. It, it works for us. People love it, and it, it's good, you know. I mentioned our purple rain. We do purple rain, but. Not like Prince, you see, you know. I got baritone voice, so, so when I sing it, it's in my voice. So it's not like Prince at all. Right. But it's very romantic and very subtle. And then we bring it up somewhere. I only sang two verses of the song because that's all I knew. <laughs> and the rest, and the rest, I made up the other part. And that's the part that everybody likes. See. So that's again being using what you got and knowing how to use it, you know, to entertain the people. You see. And they be saying like, "Man, we like your version of a Purple Rain better than Prince version." You know, I'm just saying that's that, that's that's what they're saying. You know, no, and but, that, like but that's Prince what it version, is, you know? man. It, it, that I mean, yeah. and then when you talk about opening up for the first solo is this, the second solo is this, and by the third solo you're wide open. That is the old. Yeah. That's the old school. That's 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 jazz. That's jazz. That's the format. That's the format. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? Of a good. And you, yeah. it's not playing stuff note for note, and yeah, it's singing no, in a baritone. No. You know, it's 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 just like you know. I mean, in some ways, it's after all these years of 
traveling, woodshedding, bandstand for you. Um, it it probably seems like second nature, but it's just one of those things now where it's the other part. The other issue is that there's just so much material out there. It's hard to sift through what is quality and what's not so good. Uh, but you have to be able to hear it and you have to know that, that it's authentic and you have to know that it's the truth. And that is right. what your audience is. And what's the name of your band? Uh, Willie Lockett and the Blues Crew. I want to talk to everybody in that band, including the the, the, the guitar player, dude. I, this, this okay. I, I need to connect with these cats. Um, okay, it's my I I can just feel myself. This is I'm being pulled gravitational pull into the Nola scene, and uh, so yeah. <laughs> also, uh, if you are you related to Monk Boudreau? Uh, Monk. We talk about that. We we, we kind of know some people. You know, like, like it's weird, man. It, it's yeah, weird, it is. Man. Weird. Like, I'm sure it's weird. We know, Life is weird. We know saying people, but our parents say like, no, I'm not sure. You know, so it, I don't know, man. It, it may be, maybe not. We never did come to that. You know, I haven't talked to Morgan in years, but uh, he's your uptown neighbor. You yeah, 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 yeah. Bo Dollars, all those guys up there, man. That was just just awesome stuff, man. Well, if but you Mark can, right now, yeah. Mark, Mark is big big deal right now, man. He's, I mean, he's, he's like the ambassador right now, man, you know, of the Indians. He's the man. Well, but and what I'm trying to say is that I need to, whether it's Monk or all the Indians, they need to be yeah. heard. They need to be heard from now. And if, 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 if my show is a portal for it, so be it. But don't hesitate to connect me with any of those cats who are truly the original masters or learned from masters of the Mardi Gras Indians, because this is essential and inspirational for younger cats who are seeking everything that we've been talking about for the last hour. So exactly, exactly. You know, exactly, we'll do, man. listen, we got, we got to do a, a, a late night third set, dude. We'll, we'll, let's do another set. All right. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe okay. in the next week, or, I, I just had a, I always just love talking to you, man. Okay, man. Jake, it's been a blast, bro. No, man. Keep swinging. We'll talk soon. Okay, Jake. All right, later on, Paul. Okay. Bye-bye.